your shelf for mine Talking sophisticated topics all the time Your shelf for mine Kick back, relax, crack a book on wine at your shelf Welcome to your shelf or mine. I am Becky Standall, Youth Services Librarian at the Longview Public Library. I'm Elizabeth Partridge, Adult Services Librarian at the Longview Public Library. It's 2020. Can you see clearly now? <laughs> Here we go. Oh my gosh. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. It's going to be great. Did you stay up till midnight? I did. Wow. Yeah. I didn't. I did because I don't sleep. So. Oh. <laughs> it's not like it was special. Well, it was funny, though, because Axel wasn't at home. And so he was texting me. Was he at a party? <laughs> yeah, he was at a party. So he was texting me, and I texted him at like 9.30 and said, are you staying up till midnight? And then I didn't hear from him, so I just I assumed he was asleep. So then I got a text at 11.30 that, that was a, he does a lot of emojis and sure. gifts and no words, just pictures. <laughs> Of, Hieroglyphics. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Emojis of a uh, uh, face, a uh, smiley face sleeping, but like 10 of them in a row. <laughs> I was like, so are you asleep? So then all of the gifts started. And so there were 17 exchanged between us in wow. 15 minutes. So <laughs> he stayed up till midnight too. That's great. Yeah. It was weird because... Um, I normally like on an average day, uh -huh. like go to bed around midnight. Uh -huh. I was just so tired. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to bed dogs. <laughs> and they needed like a lot of comfort. Oh, so we thought about you and your dogs um, yeah. because of the fireworks, but we didn't have near the amount of noise that we normally have. It was raining so hard. Out yeah, of my house that, that was helpful. I think yeah. it was actually worse Monday night. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't even notice that. I didn't notice anything then, so. But yeah, the rain was helpful. Yeah, I was very, I was happy because Wasn't, normally there's like a two-hour show behind my house, so. Well, at least then you can see it. Yeah, it's not yeah. just it the noises. Fun, yeah, like, yeah. I like watching fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> just don't like listening to them. <laughs> and my dogs hate it. Yeah. We got Axel, when he was little, we got him a set of um, noise-canceling headphones. Mm-hmm. And he still pulls those out when he wants to go watch fireworks. Yeah, Booker needs some of those. Yeah, he can borrow axles. He might just feel it in his little dog bones. Yeah, so. he might. it's pretty. It's pretty. But yeah, but then it was like he also shaking. hates the rain. That's so. He needs one of those, uh, those uh, um, warming lamp things. I, you know, I, <laughs> I kind of thought about it. I was like, does Booker need like a sad light? <laughs> he looks in his pictures like he does he does he gets so sad in the winters <laughs> he he and i should go on a yeah. trip to where it's warm yeah. and we'll come back happy yeah <laughs> this year particularly is is it's weighing on me so but that's okay because i'm going to sunshine you're going to the equator happy. let's go what'd you do for new year's um matilda lydia and i you know, there's three couches at my house, right? Sure. We each took a couch and we watched movies all night. Oh. Yeah, except for we like we watched three movies and then it was ten something and Lydia said, I'm done. I'm going to bed. So she went to bed. And I was like, Yeah, I'm just gonna go lay in my bed and 
watch my own television and then Matilda was like I'm staying up (laughs) (laughs) so she stayed on the couch so um at midnight she comes barreling into my room happy new year Year. (laughs) um I was watching some Frasier on Netflix and it's going off of Netflix it went off yesterday right and so i was like what if i just watched frasier until netflix is like we don't show frasier anymore <laughs> it cuts you off <laughs> then i just got tired and went to bed That's <laughs> i was like what will happen it's at like midnight your, it's your mission like, <laughs> well just will it finish the episode check into the wi-fi does that mean i get to whatever i can just watch it on hulu yeah There's just commercials on Hulu. Oh, gross. It's fine. Commercials are good because they give you a chance to, like, go to the bathroom. I don't need to do that. (laughs) Um, And then yesterday, I just cleaned the house. Good for you. We were going to go somewhere, but then it was just, like, going to rain all day. But then we had some sun breaks. So so I, in the morning, so what was yesterday was the first, right? So we cooked brunch. And so I couldn't wake up, couldn't get out of bed. Didn't feel like getting up. And so around 10 o'clock, I was like, okay, I can't keep doing this. I'm just laying it all day. <laughs> Somebody's got to cook this food. <laughs> so I got up, and then I didn't even start cooking for another hour and a half or something. So I started cooking, and then it took me an hour to make all this food. And we did French toast and biscuits and gravy mm. and sausage Whoa, and eggs. yeah. And like the whole spread. And then it took us like 15 minutes to eat it. I was like, I hate this. (laughs) Have you ever made um, like a biscuits and gravy casserole? No, but I've heard of them. I've never tried them. They're good and I have made them. So one time Mandy brought a tater tot casserole to one of the library potlucks. Mm -hmm. And I had never had tater tot casserole in all of my life. And Axel happened to be there and tried it, and he asked her for the recipe <laughs> so that Aww, he could make yeah. it. So she gave him the recipe. It's makeable. Yeah. Yeah. And he was, I think, eight at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, biscuits and gravy casserole is just like you make the gravy. Right. Like normal. Right. And then you get the refrigerator biscuits. Oh, see, I don't eat those. And then you cut them into quarters, uh-huh. and then you put them in your pan, and then you just pour the gravy on top, and then you bake it right. up. Yeah. I don't. I don't eat those. It's good stuff. I don't like. They're too salty. Oh yeah. But you in the in the biscuits gravy thing, you can like maybe just add less salt maybe, to the gravy. Maybe, but um, it's just not gonna happen. Or you can just make the biscuits and do it like that. But I then it's like do, that's yeah. the same. Yeah, you might as well just have biscuits <laughs> and gravy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm good with biscuits and gravy. <laughs> Yeah, but it was nice though because we had tons of leftovers, and so we've all been eating breakfast for every meal since. So, mm. <laughs> as I've, I've already had breakfast twice today. So wow, that's awesome! That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not much of a breakfast food person, but I do like biscuits and gravy and French toast. I like breakfast food. Yeah, it's not my almost thing. all of it. Yeah, it's too sweet. I don't like sweet. Stuff do you like in the morning? Actually, you know, if I could have like. Um, biscuits and gravy. Well, biscuits and gravy. Chicken is fried fine. steak. Chicken fried steak. Oh my god! Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. But anything that's like syrupy or mm. sugary or you know, like even my French toast, I um, that's a stretch because I don't like sweet. I like sweet things sometimes later in the day. Yeah, but not in the morning. I'd yeah. rather have I'd rather have fried rice for breakfast. That's, that's delicious. Good too. Or even soup. 
Yeah. Uh, but not like chicken soup. I'd like like Thai spicy oh, okay. soup. Oh, I want that right now. As a matter, it's so cold and wet outside. It's perfect for it. So anyway, what'd you do? Um, besides clean the house, I, that's really all I did. I wish somebody would come clean my house. I like I woke up at like eight thirty, and I was like, I'm just gonna clean the house, uh-huh. and I just did it like the whole thing. Yeah, I like even scrubbed the bathroom. Wow, I know. I love a clean bathroom. My house is really clean now. I love that. It's like kind of like every time the dogs go outside and then come back inside, I have to clean it again. Right. <laughs> but right now, especially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Paige, one of the pa- presents Paige got from my mom for Christmas was like it's a paw cleaner. Okay. So it's like a cylinder, like a plastic cylinder. And you put water in it and then like just a little bit. And then it has like they're like rubber, like little, like a brush kind of in the inside, Mm -hmm. like in a circle. Right. And then you stick her paw in and like plunge it in there. It's like the opposite of a bottle cleaner. Yeah. 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 Kind of like that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. Does it work to try it? I haven't tried it. No, we need to try it. I feel like she wasn't dirty enough. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'll try it. Yeah, try it. Tonight. There you go. Step in a puddle, Paige. Let her go walk through the mud. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. I mean, I put her paw just in it dry. Right. And she, like, you know, I was like, I don't know. What are you doing, lady? (laughs) But yeah, I'll I'll, uh, do that product or test and then review. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know what it's called. (laughs) That'll be great. So that's all I did. Very cool. I read, I was finished listening to Little Weirds. Oh, you did? Okay. So I did some listening mm-hmm. while I was cleaning the house. Yeah, I listened to that one as well. What did you think of that one? That was Jenny Slate's. I liked it. You know, it was, I'd started it like a few months ago mm-hmm. when I was driving up to the woods. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's the kind of book I couldn't read when I was feeling like, you know, cranky or cynical. I would just find that annoying. Right. But was, I'm like in a good mood doing something. Right. Then it was like nice. You know, because it is odd stuff. It's a lot of odd stuff, and it's a lot of self pity. A lot of self pity. I mean, there's funny parts, mm-hmm. but it's all about self pity. I mean, so I it, I finished it a while ago, mm-hmm. and that's the only thing I think that you about remember it. about <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. It was it was a lot of um, mental health. Yeah, she wrote it like right after her divorce, uh-huh. which is really hard for her. Uh huh. So, so all I really remember is uh-huh. a lot of I'm super sad and I can't do this. It's all I heard. Hmm. The stuff I think is most memorable for me is like she talks about the ghosts in her house growing up. Uh-huh. Um, and she like tells a lot of like little like kind of it's like a magical realist memoir. It, it did have that feel to it. Um, yes, it did. I don't know her though either. You know, I I have no. I've you never watched her, her special. No, nope. And I I read this. I listened to this book, and mm-hmm. I have no desire to watch her Netflix special. <laughs> I mean, that's it. It didn't do much for me. Yeah, and like I said, like if I was feeling like unkind, it would definitely not be a book to read because. I would just be like, ugh, get over yourself, lady. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, and I understand, you know, when but somebody's But as it was, sad. like, I liked the kind of the weirdness uh-huh. of the, the language that she used and kind of the, it's kind of like poetry a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Well, and there were some some sections that were some chapters that were very very short. I mean, mm-hmm. just boom, done. And yeah, like the one where she there's this one chapter where, where it's, she just tells about this one time a little boy told his dog to sit. Right. Sit on a skateboard. Right. Sit. Right. And that's the whole chapter. <laughs> right. There were some, and I, I, I'm looking at the, the book description right now just to see if I can remember more about it. And um, there was one short one in particular where she, she met some guy. I don't, I don't remember what it was about, though, that I thought was funny, but I don't remember. <laughs> there were some, I mean, I'm just looking at the, the topics that she lists and inside her book. And she has like a series of, of essays, I guess. It's hard to see. To know how the book is laid out when you've just listened to it. Right. That are like, I died this way. And so she takes like the figurative use of like, I just died. Right. And then tells it like as it's a literal story. Right. And right. I just straight passed away. Exactly. Like, right. Um, and there's a lot of those in there. It seemed like when I was listening to it. Right. Yeah. Well, and then a lot of people, it's gotten pretty good ratings. I mean, it's not super highly rated, but it's it's not listed as garbage. So. hmm I don't know. I I listened to the whole thing. I finished it, and and I was like, "What the heck did I just <laughs> listen to?" And it's I mean, very different than. But it's short. Mm-hmm. It's not very long. So you know, if you if you just take the time and listen to it, it's not like you're gonna be sucked into it forever. And if you like her little Jenny Slate voice, it's pleasant. And the other thing, the other thing is that I don't. You know, I don't listen to anything on regular speeds. So. Oh whoa. <laughs> So you took her. She has a very small voice. She plays like a tiny dog in that Secret Life of Pets movie. Right. She she's Chloe, or Gidget. I don't. Yeah, I think it's Gidget. The little dog with yeah. the little voice. Yeah. Yeah. If you sped that up, I'm sure it was very jump monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why you didn't like it. <laughs> it could be. I I think it was more on content because yeah. I listened to everything mm-hmm. at 1.5 or two. So. Yeah, I do a lot, but not everything. I still haven't finished um, The Good Neighbor. Is that the Fred Rogers one? Oh, I did finish that one. Is that what it's called? I don't think that's what it's called. I think, isn't The Good Neighbor that horrible John Travolta movie? I don't know. (laughs) Where's my phone? I don't know. Anyways, whatever. I started listening to that Fred Rogers book and I didn't finish it. Sorry. Um, But I had been previously listening to some other audiobook on like really fast because the person who read it was like, Hi. Yeah. There. Uh, all right. I, it's like, uh-huh. um, so when I switched over to that one, mm-hmm. it was LeVar Burton and he talks like at a regular talking, having like a conversation speed. Uh-huh. And so it was like, <laughs> I was like, that's <laughs> not going to work. Much. I thought I read that one last year for the, I think you, you might've read it. The, yeah. It was, mm, yeah. Mm, mm. Anyway, that brings me to listening to Carmen Maria Machado's, Memoir. Oh, mm-hmm. I still have not yep. So I uh, had it at one and a half speed, I think, maybe one point seven five. And the, and I and I told you this that I did not like her her how she speaks. Mm-hmm. It didn't it didn't do anything for me. And then I put it on regular speed and listened to it, and I was like, oh my gosh! It is called the Good Neighbor. <laughs> it is good. Yeah, that's funny. And um. Isn't that what that horrible John Travolta <laughs> But I couldn't, I could not even have imagined listening to that 
whole book on on regular speed and and actually making it through to the end. Did you read the whole one? Mm-hmm. I did. I did. I got a copy, a copy, copy, book, book uh-huh. version, but I haven't started it yet. Yeah, I finished that one. I don't know. The John Travolta. You don't have to look that up. <laughs> it's not coming up. It's okay. It's okay. John Tra- What happens to this John Travolta movie? I don't know. I, well, I, I don't actually know. So. Have you seen it? No. Mm-mm. How do you know it's terrible? I heard that it was. You're just assuming. Well, I assume that most of them. I've heard that most <laughs> of the movies he's in are pretty bad. So. What about Grease? Well, it's been a long time since he was in Grease. So when was this movie that you're talking about? I have no idea. Really, you don't have to keep looking at it. I really need to know now. I'll have to do it. Are you talking about old dogs? No. <laughs> no. He was in Hairspray. That's like your favorite movie. I love that movie. He did a good job on that one. Well, maybe I will stop looking. Yeah, because you're not going to find it. Yeah, because it's not real. It's not real. <laughs> it's a, not even a real movie. Maybe it wasn't even John Travolta. Anyway, so you listened to that. Yeah, I finished listening to that, and I started listening to Bill Bryson's newer book, The Body, or it's just called... Oh, yeah, okay, because I want to listen to that one as well. Did I get that one? I don't, I don't know. So... Did you pick out new Libro.fm books for I this did. month? I did. I did So you guys, um, because we're librarians, we need these um, audiobook review copies from Libro, Libro FM. Mm-hmm. And I'll just tell you what it is. It's like an audiobook service. Um, if you buy books through them, you can choose like to buy them um, from like different independent bookstores. Like if you have a local bookstore that's a participant, you can say... I want, you know, the profit or whatever from this audiobook to go to this bookstore. So it's like a sale for them, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. That is cool. Um, but it's also really cool because we get these review copies, and that's how I had Little Weirds mm-hmm. and The Body. And Carmen Maria Machado's. Oh, mm-hmm. but I didn't tell on that one. Yeah, I've been, re- I've been listening to quite a few of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we got the new list of, like, the ones that we could read. I got Clean Getaway, which is Nick Stone's. New middle grade book. I think it's her first middle grade book. Yeah, I, I saw that one and I was like, oh, you're going to get that one. Mm-hmm. I did, however, get My Life as a Crocodile. Cause oh, I didn't get that. I did. Did you get Isabella Allende's? I did. A long pedal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got that Love one. See. I also got Don't Believe a Word. Me too. Yay. The Surprising Truth About Language. Yep. That was cool. I'd also got, you know, The Leader's Greatest Return and Success from the Inside Out. Did you get Tightrope? Did I get Tightrope? Is that... Imperfect Union? I don't know if I did. I, I read through all of them, and there were some that even I... Could, well, that I just could not. <laughs> even I. Yeah. There no. were somewhere I was like, no thanks. Yeah, and there were a lot of pre-order ones that aren't coming out to the end of the month. Mm-hmm. So I, I put my name on all those, too. Cool. Yeah. It really does make cleaning the house oh it goes like by super fast more pleasant yeah. well i um i uh find that i i i got a notification from the hopper saying so i should buy this american airlines flight to boston right now what is it how much 263 <gasps> you really should buy it right now wow <laughs> hold on i have to do this <laughs> <laughs> yeah dang that's cheap we're just really plugging all these different apps today. 
Anyways. I need to set up Hopper for 75 new destinations. I'd like Hopper to just, I'd like an app. Okay, everybody who makes apps out there, I would like you to make me a travel app that just scans for the cheapest round trip ticket everywhere. Yeah. You know what I wish the Hopper did? And send the notification. It wants to know like when you want to leave and when you want to come back. And I'm like, you just tell me when the best deal is. Right. So it it can only do a certain range of time. Yeah. I mean, because they don't publish the prices past six months out. Sure. And so um, I set up, so like I pick a destination and then I set up Hopper for like six different things dates to watch and then i just kind of watch them to see what the fluctuation Mm -hmm. is going to be so so yeah right now i actually have um several different panama trips on the horizon (laughs) so i've got uh one two three four oh this really cheap flight makes you stop two times that's why it's so cheap so you can also set it up to have specific number of stops as well as short layovers yeah I have all of mine set up so that it's it's um, the lowest number of stops and the shortest layovers. Mm. I mean, if the difference is, you know, 50 bucks and I don't have to wait for six hours. I know. Yeah. I'm, I think it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate spending it, but I, it's totally worth it. But you also hate spending your time. Holy, in an airport where you can't do anything. <laughs> Ugh, I hate that. Thank you, airports. Yes, you're, when are you leaving Saturday? Saturday at 11.59 p.m. So um, what are, do you have like a book to, that you've picked out to read or listen to? I don't because I have not thought that far ahead. I do have all of those books on my phone. Mm-hmm. I haven't downloaded any of them yeah. to, to make a commitment. <laughs> <laughs> Take I'm up that hoping, space on your phone. Yeah, I'm hoping to sleep, which, you know, if I'm listening to a book... It'll put me to sleep. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it'll put me to sleep. Picks. I'll try it. Yeah. I'll try something to hate. No, because then your hate <laughs> will make you stay awake. You have to pick something That's like... That's the story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> the burning rage inside. The burning rage. Um, I need something with like a soothing, like... English nanny accent. Oh, there we go. Maybe I should get Nanny McPhee. <laughs> yeah, I did download some movies to watch. You should listen to Everything Isn't Terrible. This is one I down or I, I got last month. Did you? But I haven't listened to it yet. Yeah. I don't know if I got that one. But I do have quite a few to choose from, so I will pick one. I did. So here's something I did do that was specifically for you. I um oh I didn't. You listening know. to the moment of lift? No, but I, I didn't even know if it, that it was checked out on my account. Maybe you put it on hold a really long oh, time no, ago. Oh no, it's it's on hold. I, I still have two oh, weeks okay. to go. <laughs> like wait, I don't remember checking that out. But yeah, so it's still on hold. Um, the one that I did check out was um, <gasps> stories of your life and other. Oh yeah. Stories. Man, Something. I finally finished like the last story in his most recent collection, and that's called Exhalation. I talked about it before, but I hadn't finished it. Right. But I just finished it like last week. So I have and the it's toll. so good. Yeah, I have the toll checked out, mm-hmm. but I haven't actually started it because it's going to be my last book in a series. Mm, me too. Yeah, and so I decided. Well, I've got all year to finish it. So then, <laughs> just look at this one. I thought you'd love that one. Crazy thing called love. Yeah, that uh. that is my. 
2014 Rita Award winner. I find I cannot really listen to the audiobook of a romance. Too awkward. Yeah, this is a regular book. Okay. Yeah, this is a regular. Okay, okay, it's an ebook. I was <laughs> like, I couldn't imagine that being your job that you read them out loud. <laughs> I, I want that job. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> I mean, you know, for access, it's sometimes the only like way that people can read them at all, which right. you know it's important and stuff. But for me personally, I'm just like, I not right now. <laughs> Maybe ever. <laughs> Give me the actual, just the book, and I'll read it to myself. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. <laughs> now I want to go do that. <laughs> oh, what's that? Uh, the um, book project. Oh. Um, There's an option to be an, a reader. Yeah, but they just do, like. Old stuff. Yeah, when stuff in the public domain. <laughs> but you know that there, there, there is stuff for like erotica, like uh, what's his face? Oh my gosh! Tropic of Cancer isn't that sexy? I don't know. I don't ever. I don't know. <laughs> but isn't that the reputation of that book? That it's sexy? Yeah. I don't Maybe know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Know. What's the other one that? Um, well, is Lolita in the public domain yet? Um, what, what's that one that can't? No, what's that? So. Somebody's lover. Lady Chatterley's yeah. lover? That one should be by now. That? Yeah. What is the name? Gutenberg. Gutenberg Project. <laughs> Free audiobooks in the public domain. But sometimes when you listen, it's like one chapter is read by one person, and then it's the next volunteer reads chapter two. Right. And but they don't even do it in the same place. You do it at your own house. You, you Right. So the quality <laughs> can be really different, too. I'm so doing this. <laughs> My new volunteer project for the year. <laughs> She's just gonna pick the chapters. Like, oh my gosh, oh, I'm excited about this now. This is gonna be fantastic. Maybe Josh will let you come in here and record here. <laughs> that would be awesome. Student community service for 2020. That's right. That's right. I'm just helping the people. <laughs> Oh man, Ay, it's gonna be awesome! Ay, ay, ay. Then you could we'll, have we'll Daniel edit it for you. you at work. <laughs> and then we'll play excerpts <laughs> on on this show. <laughs> wow, we have a whole plan. Twenty twenty is looking good, <laughs> sounding good. It is. Oh man. Okay. Whew. So when when we left last time we decided we were going to talk about some plans for next reading challenge mm -hmm. so i went through and i started picking stuff um the reading challenge is live on beanstalk right now as we speak you can um register for it and get started i so every uh, category on the challenge is a different badge that you earn and they have like a activity description that most of them have like little helpful links to like lists to give you ideas of some books to read and that's actually how I have a couple of the things I wrote down on my piece of paper okay what did you write down on your piece of paper I wrote down some books <laughs> titles <Great>. of books <laughs> so so I um 
picked a couple of the different categories and started looking for books within each one of those categories. So one that we just mentioned was a Rita Award winner, which mm-hmm. is a romance nice. award. Named Maybe after we the... should do that one like right when you come back. I don't think I'm going to be reading that book while I'm gone. Yeah, but then you'll still have like a little bit of time. When I get back? Yeah. Okay. So that's like February... Uh, 6th. 6th. Okay. Let's do that. I'm going to write that down in pen. How's that sound? That sounds great. So the Rita Award, um, and there was no year specified. So no? I, I picked um, the winner from 2014 for um, mid-size yeah. contemporary uh-huh. <laughs> They have like short, long, middle yeah. size. Yeah. So I went with the mid-size and, and I went with contemporary because mm-hmm. whatever. But I also found a hard sci-fi novel. What's that book called, though? Oh, A Crazy Thing Called Love oh. by O'Keefe. That's a good title. Yeah. I picked mine for that challenge, too. Oh. And I actually already have it. Wow. I borrowed it from Fort Vancouver Regional Library. Okay. And I didn't write the authors down because it took up so much space. But it is also the mid-sized contemporary, oh, but it's from 2019. Oh, brand new. And it's called Advanced Physical Chemistry. I saw that one. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I went for the one with crazy in the title. <laughs> Appropriate. <Yeah. laughs> All right. So what other, did you pick a hard sci-fi novel? I have not. What did you about, pick? I picked a one called Dawn. It's by Octavia Butler, and it's actually a series. Um, and it's number one in a series. There's one um, that I've been recommended, a newer YA book called War Girls. Oh. Um, and it is it is by Tochi Anyebuchi. And she's like, um, she's got like a robot arm and it's like a futuristic book, but I think it's based on the Nigerian civil war, but like in the future. Mm, Interesting. And I've heard that the technology in it is very, oh, 2072. Oh, okay. Anyways. So it's advanced technology. Yes. Okay. Cyborgs, stuff like that. Can't go wrong with cyborgs. You know that movie Treasure Planet with the cyborg? I never saw Treasure Planet. That is one of my favorite movies. Really? I just mm-hmm. didn't look good. Did you have, do you have Disney Plus? No. Mm. Well. I might add Disney Plus after football season's over and then I'd cancel Hulu Live and add Disney Plus instead. Okay. But as it is, it's like how much money a month do I want to spend on TV? Correct. You can come watch it at my house. <laughs> okay. Um, Or right here on my phone. Just watch it. Just watch it. Yeah. Anyway, so the next one I selected was a book set at sea what'd you pick the happy isles of oceania Oceania. what's that about it's short stories written by a bunch of different authors about the sea about the sea but mostly about the french marquesas area uh, tahiti vanuatu that area because that's where my dad went and so i thought oh that'll be interesting to kind of read up on that so i wrote down um Wide Sargasso Sea. Oh. I'm not sure how much at sea that is at set. sea that is set. What an awkward. Anyways, but that's um, it's like fan fiction, I guess, really? but like literary fan fiction. Wow. So it's um about it's like a prequel to Jane Eyre mm-hmm. about um Bertha, Bertha, the lady in the attic, okay. the wife in the attic. Spoilers, I guess, for Jane Eyre. <laughs> um, but like you know, she's. Caribbean and so it's about like her before that okay cool but it came up on a list that I saw and I was like that's set at sea I'll read that uh, I'll see in the title <laughs> yeah, see in the well this one is set 
at sea and it's the south pacific some of these i wonder if i'm gonna write them down and then when i read them say like oh this actually isn't a hard science fiction or something like that. well you know how i do it i write everything i think i'm gonna read down and then then i erase it when i decide not to or you read something you're like this fits right Uh, yeah no this is going here (laughs) that's why you do this in pencil except for i just wrote the date in pen because she set the date yeah well that's the first one though so you can just commit to that i'm committed i should be anyway so the next hey, one that I wrote down my new year's resolution was to um, say hey oh more <laughs> I hate your new year's resolution you might not last and very long so I'm going to make a resolution right now to tell you every single time how much I hate your new resolution hey oh I hate that <laughs> Maybe a little front of course by the time you come back. Maybe. All right. So my next one that I wrote down was a book about retirement called Planning Your Retirement. (laughs) Ooh. Yeah, it's by Bob Gerstenmeyer. And it looked really good. It looked like, you know, sound advice. So so right now I'm in my early retirement planning phase, Mm -hmm. which includes working only a short more few years. Say it again. Short more few years. Uh, and <laughs> no, you give up. It, it it actually requires a whole lot of frugality and mm-hmm. saving to make this happen. And so I'm going to look at this book about because um, he talks about not just about living frugally and and saving for what you want to do, but specifically about doing it earlier uh-huh. rather than later. So, which is my goal because my goal isn't to retire. My goal is to amass enough funds. To be able to quit my job and mm-hmm. go do something else. Move overseas. Correct. <laughs> I got you. That's my goal. My goal yes. is to pay off my student loans and then blow a bunch of money on like a new car. Right. I plan to do that within the next six months. Both of those things I've done. So <laughs> off you go. I'm in that phase right now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. And then, you know, retirement planning. <laughs> Because you just got your 20 years in and then you need to just stagger that, you know, payment system. So, no, you, so I don't want to quit working. I, mm-hmm. I like to work. So I like to be busy. I like to do things. I like to make things. So. But you want to live at the equator. But I want to live at the equator because yeah. I hate cold. I'm so tired of being cold. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> So anyway, that's my whining for today. No, I, no, it's not. That's just a part. Well, of I it. have not picked my retirement book. I was kind of thinking, leaning more to like reading about Schmidt. Oh, so you're like I loved that movie, right? I watched it so many times when I was in college. Right. It was like I feel like what he was going through <laughs> after his wife died in that movie, uh-huh. and figuring out his life as an old man. Right. It's like what I was doing at the time, but I was nineteen. So you want to pee all over your bathroom? Is what you're I definitely me. didn't do that. <laughs> um, but you know, you could. He hits the road. He makes new friends. Right. He like stares at himself sadly in the mirror. Yeah. It all really hit home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I. So I've never read the yeah. book, and I was like, maybe yeah. I'll read that book finally. You know, that's so funny because it never occurred to me to read something fiction about that. Right well, now, no, for right. me, it's all about planning. You know, what I'd really like to do is if anybody out there is really good at investments, 
I need some like one-on-one training on on how to approach investing for the long mm-hmm. term. I mean, because I got it, you know. Maybe you should have like a class at the library. And <laughs> then just sit in. Yeah. It. I might have to do that because I would love. So you're probably not the only one. No, who, I'm like, sure I'm not. Yeah. Well, and I'm I'm leaving a whole lot of this up to the plan that I belong to. You know, right. trusting them. Your work. Exactly. Re- yeah, exactly. And I mean, the return I'm getting is pretty nice. It's just, I'd like to know why and where mm-hmm. it is. And I'd like to know, wait, what if I put 5% more of this into that? Could I increase that return yeah. for the long term? Or is it smarter just to stay where I am? And I'd really like just to know these things. Yeah. And I'd, I'd like for it to be through osmosis that I know these <laughs> things, not through hard work and observation. Yeah. <laughs> Could you just download that information to my brain? Just like on the Matrix. Just plug me in real quick. Right. I know Kung Fu. All right. What's your next one? So I have something filled in for the book about technology written in the last two years. Me too. I wrote two down. But this is one where I think maybe I'll read it and then, because I want to read it in any case. Right. But it might be that I read it and I then feel like it doesn't fit the category well enough but the book i picked was um uncanny valley by anna wiener (laughs) poor thing anyways um maybe she doesn't pronounce it that way i wouldn't uh (laughs) (laughs) but i meant I might have mentioned this book last time. You did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyways, did. it's a, like a memoir about her years in the tech industry. Right. So Yeah. So I took it a different route. Mm-hmm. I decided to go, because you know, right now in my life, I'm trying to remove myself from distractions. Mm-hmm. I have too many distractions that are making my brain fracture. <laughs> and I'd like focus, mm-hmm. like a little focus in my life. I'd like to find something that'll help me do things that I need to do really well mm-hmm. without being distracted by everything else, which includes technology. So I found two um, books that talk directly about how to incorporate technology into your life, but not let it distract everything that you have going on. And I already got rid of Facebook and I don't do any of those other things with regularity. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I have an Instagram thing, but I only use it when I travel or when Lydia goes to college. Sure. <laughs> And um, so I try to not be so attached to them that that's part Mm -hmm. of my life kind of thing. So one is called Indistractable, and it's specifically about how to not let your phone distract you from what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, don't make your phone a priority. Make it a secondary thing. So Mm -hmm. that's that one. And the other one is called Digital Minimalism, and they're both from 2019. And they are, and Digital Minimalism is the same thing, kind of, but it's more about limiting your intake of digital input Mm. which everything is digital now you get all your news digitally get all of your information digitally so it's it's kind of a reminder and then when you like work at the library it's all yeah (laughs) but that's i mean but that's the difference I, i i don't mind the news i don't mind the the information coming at me like that i do mind other people's opinion coming at me like that i do mind i what i mind is other people's lives coming into my focus do you know what i mean by that i do mind that (laughs) and so if i choose to not engage in those things in a way that invites that kind of intrusion Mm -hmm. that's what it feels like it feels like an an intrusion so but then again talking to people sometimes for me feels like (laughs) an intrusion (laughs) that's a real introvert problem but you see i'm not even an introvert Maybe you are. I I probably am. I mean, I probably am more of a hermit than an introvert. <laughs> what? 
hermit extrovert. Yeah. I so but I do like technology. I love technology. I like learning new technology and it's so it's such a such a strange dichotomy to be living in this. I want to know more, but and at the same I time take it away. Don't let me look at that. Yeah. Yeah. But I love technology. It's pretty awesome. I just don't like how some people use it. I guess that's what I don't like. Well, and some things are like really built for you to just waste your time there. True. And like that's the design of True. And I have, like Facebook. I have issues with time wasting. And then you're like, why, you know, I could have been doing, I could have made a loaf of bread. And instead, I spent an hour doing. <laughs> Looking sh- up scro- bread recipes scrolling. on Pinterest. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't mind looking up bread recipes and then actually making them. That is really productive. I actually really like Pinterest. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I found that I, you know, okay, so here's what I have found, because I don't spend a whole lot of time on these things, but I have found that it's really, really limited. You know, the information seems like there's like a lot of variety, but when you start looking at it all together, it's not a lot of variety. It's very interesting. Yeah. It's very... You know what I mean. Yeah, it's like manufactured, so you're only looking at the same thing over and over again. And who wants to do that? Yeah. I don't. Well, that's what they think that you want, and that's why they developed their algorithms to be that way. And that's why I don't use it. It just makes you mad. Well. You're like, remember when Instagram used to be just in order? What? (laughs) And then you could get to a point, and you're like, oh, I've seen that one already. I'm all cut up. Yeah. So I like how neither of us went towards, like, a a book teaching us something like, uh, you know, I don't know. I did a coding. Book. Oh no. yeah. Oh, for that for technology, technology one. one. Well, it's not like learn how to use your Google Home. You know, but the thing is, we have to do that at work. Yeah. I mean, that's just part of work. So it's this is something that is outside of something <laughs> I have to do anyway. So, so I think that's why I didn't look up. You know, go learn how to do this because I'm going to yeah. have to do that anyway. So. Yeah. And sometimes I think books aren't the best way to learn. Uh, technology. No, you need to have it. You need to just do it. Right. Well, and because by you know the. Book publishing cycle is so slow. Slow, and they won't even make that product by the time. Right. And the new iPhone there. is out already. I barf. <laughs> but my understanding about the new iPhone is that it doesn't change anyway. That's what they oh, say. Oh, I don't have an iPhone. <laughs> I don't either. But that's what I heard. Do you have anything for your wife? One? Uh, no. And I had. I had. I was trying to figure out how to search for that in a way that I was going to be fruitful. So were you searching like in the library catalog? I didn't even start to well, search. Well, you should go to Beanstack and see what I recommended on Beanstack. <laughs> but one thing I recommended is there's some lists. Okay. Um, so BookNet Canada, they didn't have like necessarily a list of titles, but they linked in the article to, to I don't know, some other book magazine had a list of different titles. Cool. And then, I love it when you do the work. Yeah, I, mean, I did the work. So um, you can also just do a keyword, ti- like a title keyword search uh-huh. in the catalog if you're just like whatever's wife. Just look for wife most of them are so-and-so's wife or something sometimes the something wife with no possess possession okay but um I need to sign up for the new channel. i think it was maybe booklist reader what but i haven't picked my wife book yet either yeah i the the next one on my list is the reader one so do you have any between those two yes um well, there was a i haven't written down any of the book about incarceration but there's like a bunch that mm-hmm. i was really interested in um, a bunch of books make me really angry and sad. Uh-huh. Um, and I picked the book with garden and the title is the forgotten garden by Kate Morton, which I made this category so I could finally force myself to read this book. I've only read one other of Kate Morton's book and it was like the distant hours and I loved it uh-huh. and I have no idea. I just have never 
gotten back to reading her books. Huh. And I know I like it. She writes a lot about family secrets, uh-huh. which I love. Uh-huh. Um, so you got your garden title set up. Yeah. I haven't done that either. I, I, um, It's kind of willy-nilly how I went through this whole thing. Yeah, there's so many garden books. Like any book about gardening is going to have garden in the title, basically. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see because especially with the seed seed yeah. catalog coming up. Um, and I actually just started a book with garden in the title. That's not this one, and it's called like Emily, the Gardens of Emily Dickinson. Oh, fun. Um, and it's nonfiction. It's like literally about her gardens. <laughs> <laughs> I want to build a secret garden in my backyard. Yeah, I'm working on that myself. Yeah, so we had picked out a whole section of our backyard because you know my backyard's huge. Yeah. So we could do a could do a farm exactly. So um, the girls and I drew up a plan, and now we just need to actually do it. It seems like because we went on our big trip during the summer last year, so we didn't do anything before mm-hmm. or after that, and so it seems like uh, other things get in the way. But I think that we might have focus this summer. Cool. It's all about focus. That's hilarious. 2020 is the year of focus. Oh, 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 it's (laughs) an eye joke. Oh, so good, too. All right, so did you pick a book about libraries, bookstores, or books? No. I did. I found one that I thought sounded very interesting. It's called A Bookshop in Berlin. Have you heard of that? Yes. Or no. You know, there's like a (laughs) similar... There's lots of books that kind of sound like that. So this one is... Does it have like um, like a woman on the cover? No. Let me just tell you what this is about, okay? Okay. It is. That's the short title. It's a bookshop in Berlin, the rediscovered memoir of one woman's harrowing escape from the Nazis. Oh. So this is... In 1921, Francois Frankel, a Jewish woman from Poland, fulfills a dream. She opens La Maison de Louvre. Mm, very that? good. Yeah. Berlin's first French bookshop, attracting artists and dis- diplomats, celebrities and poets. The shop becomes a haven for intellectual exchange as Nazi ideology begins to poison the culturally rich city. In 1935, the scene continues to darken. First come the new bureaucratic hurdles, followed by frequent police visits and book confiscations. And it goes on and on and on about that. I just found a book with something's wife in the title the nazi officer's wife yeah that one has a woman on the cover (laughs) there you go so published quietly in 1945 then rediscovered nearly 60 years later in an attic a bookshop in berlin is a remarkable story of survival and resilience of human cruelty and human spirit this book is the tale of a fearless woman whose lust for life and literature refuses to leave her even in her darkest hour wow so that's the one i put on my list sounds good though Kind of has that uh, book thief vibe. That's a good book. The book thief? Yeah. Yeah, that was a good book. All right. What's your next book? And then I don't have anything until all the way down to an Edgar Award winner. Hold on. So I've got a book with a number in the title. Oh. And I went with Ninth House. Oh, you know, Ninth House is on my hold list. Well, and it is the Six of Crows author. Yeah. So, But it's her adult Right. Her yeah. first adult novel. And, and I liked The Six of Crows. Not enough to keep reading the series. I liked it. And then I planned on reading the second one. And then I never did. So I, I started the second one and then lost interest so quickly that I oh. just didn't even finish it. And I returned it early because I'm a nice person. Because <laughs> other people were going to like it more than I did. But it, I think that it might have been too too teenager for me. You know how I get bogged down in that. Yeah, you do. I do. Big time. So I'm hoping that this has the same flavor but has a little more mature activity 
but not as mature as maybe crazy thing called love. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's not a Sarah J. Mass book. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to try that one because that's, uh, I didn't mind her, her six of crows. I didn't mind the, the writing on it. Um, so I'm curious to see how, how the language changes, how the, how the context changes. How the content changes. For adults, for grownups. Yeah. For big peoples. Big kids. Jeez. And so that, Leaves me with my next one, which is a self-help book. And I decided to read Melinda Gates' The Moment of Lift, mm-hmm. which is all about female empowerment. Yeah. And women. I don't know. Is that a self-help book? It's about empowering yourself as a woman. I thought it was about her empowering other women. I don't know, because the description talks about empowering, but it's about you. How are you going to do this for yourself, too? So I think oh, it's like it's a, a little bit of all. Because I saw her, I was going to read that book, and then I didn't. Um, I just I was due back at the library, and I was busy reading other stuff. So, um, But I saw her speak at Midwinter last mm-hmm. year, right. and... It was quite moving. Mm-hmm. She was talking about she was talking specifically about like her working in like smaller villages and um, in like the de- developing world and really about birth control okay. and how because she was brought up Catholic and had like, you know, Catholic views about birth control and how talking with these women and hearing their experiences really like changed her mind about that. Oh. And it was just like a really interesting conversation. Mm. She was in conversation with Nancy Pearl. Who is like really good at interviewing authors? Obviously, that is how she became famous. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I'll read that one too. Maybe I'm re- reading through it now, just to see to see if it's what you think. Mm-hmm. Well, so when we lift others up, they lift us up too. Mm-hmm. Is how it ends, and so it's uh, it says uh, writing with emotional candor and grace. Emotion, candor, and grace. She introduces us to remarkable women mm-hmm. and shows the power of connecting with one another. I mean, which in in my mind, it uh, talks about yeah what you I can, can do. That. So we'll see, we'll see if it doesn't work for that category. <laughs> it'll work for something else. There, I fixed their yeah, challenge. Sign up. All right, and then my next one is the last book of in a series, and I we oh. just talked about that. That yeah, I'm gonna do the I'll toll. I'll probably read the toll as well. By Schusterman. But I think so. I'm gonna read that like next week. I. It's on my our mock prints from my book club, so oh, I definitely okay. have to read it by the end of the month. Well, there you go. <laughs> and then you have an Edgar Award winner. Yeah. So um, Otherwood by Pete Houtman won an Edgar Award, I guess, this year. And that is a book that's been sitting on my nightstand for like a year. Oh, wow. So I was like, hey, I'll read that. It's it's like a middle grade book or like a middle school book, kind of in that in that nebulous area between middle grade and YA and I really love this author he just like everything he does he does really well he does like really great science fiction weird like weird stuff Mm -hmm. good realistic fiction he's done like a romance that I really liked his last middle school book that I read was called Slider Mm-hmm. And it's about a kid who is into competitive eating, and it is so good. Oh, and I think you told yeah, me Yeah, because it's great, yeah. and everyone should read it. Yeah. So I'm trying to register, and it keeps telling me that I'm not registered. I really don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Close the app and then open it again. <laughs> just go to the internet. So if you're having any troubles with being stuck, yeah, go to the webpage. Yeah, I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad for you. I'm so sorry. Hopefully by the time we publish this, um, it'll all the kinks will be worked out. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, yeah, so Otherwood is um, his new, newer one that came out last year. So, 
Cool. Or last year, 2018 probably. So I'm excited, and that's all that I have on my list. Oh, no, I didn't. Way, way up here, I had a book based on a true story written down. Just skipped right over that. Uh-oh. What did you write down? Um, I wrote down White Houses by Amy Bloom. I don't know that one. And do I remember what it's about? No. But I do know <laughs> that I really like Amy Bloom. Uh-huh. She wrote a short story collection, like, a long time ago. Uh-huh. Called A Blind Man Can Tell How Much I Love You or something like that. Uh-huh. That was really good, and I read some of her other stuff as well. Huh. But White Houses, I think, is about, like, the White House. Okay. People who work there. But um, I'm just going to wait for this webpage to load, and then I can tell you more about it. <laughs> One of the things I really, um, maybe the first the first time I ever heard about Amy Bloom was she had a little article in an Oprah magazine okay. about her, like, writing cottage. Huh. And it's, like, a tiny... You might call it a she shed these days <laughs> in her backyard where she has her like desk and that's where she writes. And it was really cute. Huh. And I was like, I want a little she shed, she shed. Um, a little writing shack. That would be fun, I think. Well, that's a good start to our challenge. Yeah. So we're going to start with a Rita Award winner. Correct. Mine is crazy thing called love. Advanced physical chemistry. Dang. Dang. Your sounds dirty. It's I think they're actually chemists. Probably. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lydia read that one. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. She's actually home right now. How long is she home till? Until Monday. I think school starts on Tuesday. She taking the train back up? She is. Train's awesome. Yeah. So, did I tell you about how I got Masterclass? No. So, I signed up for Masterclass. For what? I signed up for the whole year. So, the whole year to Masterclass gives you access to all of the classes. Wow. So, what are you going to do? So, the class I've been taking right now is Steve Martin's class. Oh, my gosh. It's pretty good. Oh, my gosh. So, what are you going to learn from that? I'm just learning. um, To play the banjo? No, it's not about banjo. It's about humor. Uh So, I'm learning how to be funnier. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm learning how to write jokes. <laughs> there are really not a lot of stand-up about libraries. It, there should be, though, because, <laughs> holy, what goes down it in that place a is a con- little bit... Uh, of it's nuts. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> really a lot of... You can't even believe content that actually, to mine, I guess. actually happened. <laughs> it's too unreal to, to fathom. Uh, it's unfathomable. That's what the, the space dad says. On Megamind. Mm, I never saw Megamind. Oh my gosh. I don't even know why I talked. Is it on Disney Plus? It's on a DVD I got at my house if you want to watch it. Um, I don't think so. Drop it off at your house. It's got a great soundtrack. What do I, what do I have checked out right now to watch? I don't know. Oh, that BBC Little Women. Oh, okay. I started to Lots watch of it. Lots people are checking Little Women out right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I started to watch it when it first came out on DVD and mm-hmm. I'd actually asked jerry to order it yeah. and then i watched the first bit and i was like i hate it oh yeah. but then at the little women party i was talking to this family and they're like we really like it and i was like maybe i'll give it another chance so i checked it out and it's just been sitting there yeah because you don't really want no to one, one of the things i was thinking of actually instead of watching bbc little women uh-huh. i was like i should rewatch bbc pride and prejudice oh. i know that's good yeah that was a good one yeah i really liked I was, that so i was thinking about that 
doing that yesterday, but uh-huh. then I had to finish this comic book and it was way longer than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I really liked the BBC presentation of Pride and Prejudice. That was good. So good. Mm-hmm. Yep. I really like a lot of BBC's series that they do based on old books. They're good. One of my favorite uh, British kind of show, kind of that Pride and Prejudice type, was definitely a BBC presentation. I don't even remember what it was, but I like. 12 or 13 years old and I can still remember really liking it. But you don't remember what it was called or what it was about? I know what it was about. It was about uh, American... um, Well, you remember back in the day when the British people had their titles but they were all poor and then rich Americans would bring their daughters over Mm -hmm. and support them so that their daughters could get the titles, but... Yeah, like in Downton Abbey? Yeah, exactly, like that. So... But it wasn't Downton Abbey. It was a long time before Downton Abbey. Right. Well, that's time. like kind of the backstory of Downton mm-hmm. Abbey. It was like, because the mom is, that's what her deal was when she was mm-hmm. young. That's why she lives there at Downton. Right. And so this was about two sisters who found themselves in that situation and being socialites and all that. And what happened? Interesting. It was really good. Hmm. Really good. Really? Yeah. What was Giancarlo? Is it... Carla Giancarlo? What? Gina? Oh. Giancarlo? You know who I'm talking about? Uh-huh. From the mom from Spy Kids? Right. She was very young in that. Spy Kids is not a reference. I know. Or use. You would if you were in my <laughs> She's married to Antonio Banderas in yes, Spy okay. Kids. Oh, well, I don't know about that, but I do know who you're talking about. Yeah. So it's that lady. But she was very, very young. Very young. So it was good. It was really good, too. Hmm. Yeah. I don't remember what it's that doesn't matter. But you know, I don't even know the titles of the books I've read. That's so true. I can't even help you with that. <laughs> read it, I'm done. Move along. <laughs> I have a hard time remembering character names. Yeah. But I can do titles. Yeah, okay, I most of the time. I just don't even, I just don't even put it on that I need to remember this list. Written down somewhere. Maybe. Big Brother's been watching. Oh, you know what? I think I have the voting book, too, because I have that one book, Woman's Hour, Hmm. checked out. I thought that, because I just did a rotation on the Civics Corner books, um, and there were several new voting books that I think I might give a shot. But this year, I believe we're going to have a multitude of books published about voting, because it's an enormous voting Mm -hmm. year. So so I'm just going to see what the year plays, see what comes out. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, it's... We get a lot of books about voting. I think I'm my book with a one word title. I'm gonna read "Dig" by A.S. King. It's a, a intergenerational novel, mm. young adult. Mm-hmm. A.S. King writes. What would you call her style? Uh, like surrealist oh. YA novels. She's like the only one. Nice. So a little bit of Dolly for the ears or eyes. Or brain. For the senses. Senses? Hmm. I got to go through the library and actually look at some covers so I can pick the... The horse one? No, the judge the book by the cover. The horse one? Yeah, and the horse one. (laughs) 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 Yes, Becky, the horse one. The horse one? Man, I I am excited about the cookbook, too. What cookbook are you going to read? I don't know. I'm going to go. I'm actually going to just go sit in front of those shelves and look. 
because I love cookbooks. Yeah, Mo. Yeah, I got really, really excited one time because, so my former um, supervisor, Karen Dennis, um, would check out cookbooks, Mm -hmm. and she checked out a Vietnamese cookbook and Mm -hmm. then ruined it. She spilled something all over it, so she had to replace it, and she knew how much I really love cookbooks, so she gave me the one that she spilled on one, yeah. I was like, I love it. Thank you. It was Vietnamese food, and I love Vietnamese food, so I've made many of the recipes out of there. Cool. I know. My favorite cookbook that I have is called Teeny's Tour of Pies. I hope it's about pies. It's about pies. So it's about, it's like a pie cookbook with some personal essays in it, Mm -hmm. because it's, it's, she decided, I don't even know what she did before, but she was like, um, my don't like what I'm doing right now. And so I'm going to learn how to make pie. I'm going to be like a pie lady. So she booked um, like apprenticeships with like really well-known pie um, makers, makers like all around the country and then um, did them. And so her book is set up like seasonally. Uh So there's like winter pies, spring pies. Does she do savory and sweet or Mm -hmm. just sweet? Yep. Savory and sweet. Nice. And so she has like a little essays about each place that she worked, mm-hmm. um, as well as just tons of recipes. It. And cool. it's like a full color. See, that's what matters. Yeah. I mean, if I get a cookbook and there aren't colored pictures of what I'm making, I don't bother. Yeah. Why? But I've made a few. Um, she had like a strawberry basil pie. It's really? a spring pie that I made. It's really good. Uh-huh. Um, strawberry basil, huh? Bacon bourbon pecan pie. It's pecan pie with bacon in it. I don't. Bacon's not my favorite. It's, I know this I, pie I is really good. Eat the pecan pie, but yeah. You know what I really want to find? What? A what? Bread pudding recipe, just like the one I had in Louisiana. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know, Paula Dean. I checked. It doesn't look right. Oh. Yeah, but I did find one online that I was like, oh, that's really close. So I'm gonna try it. But um, man, I really wish I had gotten the. What was the name of the store? Uh, I don't remember. I will. I would be able to find it though because maybe they have a cookbook. They didn't. I. Oh. I that's the first place <laughs> I went. And I was like, You're like, where's this restaurant? <laughs> <cookbook?" laughs> yeah. Why? How can I make that? And then they had some people like just like this kind of you know mm-hmm. like their restaurant, but it. Mm-mm. Did you make a bunch of? No, bread? no, because if you know about bread pudding, yeah. it, it'll kill you. Well. So. I didn't make a bunch of it. And then at just all. try a bunch of different kinds. <laughs> yeah, right. No. You no. could have a bread pudding party. A, we should have to do that because then I could. Yeah, know, it really fills you up fast. It, so yeah. it's like you have some and you're, you have like you're all this done. other and you're like, yeah. and maybe tomorrow. And then it had a bourbon caramel sauce. Oh mm. my gosh. Mm. Now I'm so hungry. I can't <laughs> even stand it. Ugh. You have been talking a lot about food. Feed me. Um, today yeah i love food i made it's really good i made no bake <laughs> cookies yesterday chocolate ones yeah like the chocolate peanut butter yeah. kind Num. yeah yeah they're good we man it only takes like five minutes yeah <laughs> we made a bunch of cookies for christmas and then lydia made some gingerbread um molasses ones mm-hmm. with the white chocolate on them those were delicious but that was it yeah yep I had a lot of cookies early in December uh-huh. and got a little cookied out. Yeah. But now I'm back on cookies again. <laughs> well, so <laughs> so I have eaten more sugar this month than I have all of last <laughs> the year. The rest of the year. Yeah. Which is okay. I mean, every once in a while it's all right. But now I'm back to the, man, I don't even want that. 
<laughs> yeah, too much. Which isn't a bad thing. No, no it's fine. It's not bad. So, anyway, what else? What are so you've got a special guest coming in? I do. We're going to be talking about Little Women. Um, I am going to finish rereading Little Women. Uh-huh. I had this like annotated version, and last year I was like, I'm going to read a little bit of it each week. I can't do that with books. I know. I should learn that about myself. You already know it. Um, You're just teasing yourself. Right. So I'm just going to finish it. But it's cool because it's like annotated. So it has all this crap everywhere. <laughs> crap. Um. So I'm going to finish that. And then we're going to go see the movie. Mm. And then we're going to talk about it. And this is what I'm feeling right now. My expectations for this movie have been really low. Oh, Little yeah. Women is one of my favorite books in the past year. I've read several like retellings of Little Women uh-huh. because it's of the anniversary. People have been making crap, right. and uh, I just kind of hate it. I feel like a lot of times in retellings, like in book retellings, I just finished a Pride and Prejudice retelling that I hated. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's like the the author thinks like the more most important thing is to try to replicate the different plot points uh-huh. instead of the characters, mm-hmm. and that never works. <laughs> Right. Because people people don't love, you know, little women because Amy falls through the ice in the creek. They like the characters and that's why the story like, you know, works. Yeah, has mm-hmm. the, the longevity that it does. Right. So if you're just trying to find a way for that to happen in like a twenty first century retelling, it's just gonna be pointless and dumb. Correct. Anyway. So <laughs> So <laughs> You know, we had a lady come in today. And then I also love the 1994 movie. Mm-hmm. And that, like I said, I couldn't even finish that BBC what version that? I started watching. What's that girl's name that's in there? Winona Ryder is in that Winona one. Winona Ryder. So my expectations have been low. Right. But then all these reviews have been coming out. Right. That are like, this is the best movie of right. all time. Right. So I was just going to say that a patron came <laughs> in today looking everywhere for a copy of Little Women. And there was one downstairs. But she went on and on about how much she loved this movie. So so I'm kind of worried. You were wrong. Well, maybe it'll be great. But then I don't want to be like, oh, no, it is going to be great, and then be disappointed. Yeah, it's always better to assume it's going to be crap. Yeah. And then be very happy with it. Like, I wasn't like, impressed with the trailers. Yeah. Which, maybe that's okay, because sometimes trailers are really good, and then the movies. Right. Well, well, any comedy is like that, where they show the, the best, best part, jokes, yeah. and then you're like, crap, I could have just watched the trailer and been more satisfied. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the b- benefits about not having real television, is that you don't have any trailers, so you have no preconceived notion of oh. what you're going into. Yeah, although I actually, like, I seek out trailers. Yeah, but I don't watch movies the way you watch movies, so... Gotta see the Little Women trailer. My biggest concern going in, based on the trailers, that they're giving these women like lots of like modern, uh, well, like content, like contemporary to us, mannerism, mannerisms, mannerisms, ma- mannerisms, <laughs> and like sensibilities and stuff. But maybe they, d- maybe that's uh, maybe that's not. sense and sensibilities. That's a whole different, it's different story. author, different time period it's just been different there are sisters in that though so in that way it's similar yeah i read sense and sensibilities and sea monsters not a fan it's probably dumb it was horrible <laughs> you know i read pride and prejudice and zombies mm-hmm. and i laughed and laughed and laughed because it's you know ninjas and samurais and you know things i like 
and then I thought, hey, I'll read Sense and Sensibilities and Sea Monster. Totally not worth it. But the other one was funny. And then they made the movie, and it was like, oh, that's too bad. Did you see it? Yeah. We did it for movie night once. Oh, yeah. and it was too bad? Yeah. Yeah, it was an unfortunate <laughs> movie. Yeah. Oh. But the book was cute. So, And if you like Pride and Prejudice, it's it's a fun take on how would you ever think that they'd be training a samurai? That was fantastic. And mm. there's zombies. That's amazing. <laughs> hmm, I never read she that. She's just not impressed. I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so we'll be talking about Little Women. Very cool. Probably have a lot to say. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot to say now. I'll have to listen to that one. Yeah. I'll have to listen to that one because that is actually going to come out right after I get back. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep. I think that I'm super tired. I keep yawning. Oh, I haven't had any coffee today. It's really wow. It's a good thing that's coming up soon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it since I woke up this morning. <laughs> did you? We well, haven't told I, them what we did last time when we went for coffee. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> It was it's pretty embarrassing. Well, we took care of it. So we went to got coffee. Went. Oh my gosh, it's just language. When, went to. We went. We went and got coffee. Right after. Right after being here, cool. and we're like chatting with the fellow who works there about self-publishing, publishing your book, and having him on as and a, having him on the podcast talking about his book. Uh-huh. And then we're like, bye. <laughs> Gave us our coffee and we left. And then when we were pulling into the parking lot at work, I was like, "She still had her card." I was like, "Did we pay <laughs> for these coffees?" No, we didn't. No, we didn't. <laughs> so we turned around and drove back and, and paid. paid. Mm-hmm. And he didn't even know we had. <laughs> he was paid. like, "Oh, hey guys." <laughs> uh, we dined and drove. <laughs> dined and dashed. <laughs> And then yeah. turned around and, and went back. Dashed back. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny, especially because he said, oh, yeah, and it was the boss right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> boss didn't even know. I don't think he would have ever remembered that we didn't play. I don't think he We're even. We're such good people. Yeah. I mean, he was so excited to be talking about being a guest. On I know. <laughs> like, Here's free coffee for you. <laughs> <laughs> on the house. On the house. Accidentally. Don't tell the boss behind you. Anyway, so do we have anything else to talk about? Because. Uh, no. I can't think of anything. We just got four story times and stuff coming back, like we said before. Right. And don't forget to sign up for the first score class of the year, which is on the 18th at 10 a.m. It's called Simple Steps to Starting Your Business. And the adult winter reading program is coming up. We'll have Daniel. And you can buy shirts for that. Yeah, this you year. can. So we'll have Daniel good. telling you all about that when he's on. Correct. And yeah, that starts on the 20th. And the shirts are up and ready now. So when you get this next week, yeah, you'll be able to check the website or the Facebook page and actually order your shirts. You're wearing your Nazil shirt right now. I am wearing it right now. And if we turned off the lights, you would see that it glows in the dark. That's amazing. It's amazing. All right. Well, cool. Thank you for being here with me. Absolutely. On this day, <laughs> this first January podcast, 2, day of January 2020. Wow. I can really uh, see 
this being a great year. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, that guys. That just ended. You need to s- I haven't finished, pay more attention to your class. I haven't finished the Steve Martin <laughs> class yet. <laughs> don't, blame, don't blame Steve. Mm, no. But a lot of times he's like, I don't know. It was funny back then. <laughs> <laughs> it is definitely. It's like, a, and they were like, used to do this, but I don't know if that'd be funny now. Yeah. Well. <sighs> There's a lot of things that people thought were funny a while. Well, ago, and like so sounds. much of what he did was like no one else had done it right. at the time. No, just be- everybody. Does. Yeah, no, yeah. it's just like oh, it's been 50 years or whatever. Right. right. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's really been that long. It really has. Uh, That's the funny part is it's been for real that long. Wow. Yeah. Anyways, um, happy well, new year. Happy new year, and when I come back, I will bring pictures. Yeah, 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 and we'll hear all about, <laughs> all about it. Yes, indeed. All about it's gonna it. It's going to be awesome. Here's some things I want you to remember on your trip. Tell me. I want you to remember, like, this is the best food. Like, oh, remember okay. what the best food uh-huh. you had was. I'm a little bit biased, though, because I already know things I want to go back to eat. Okay. So I will I will let you know if it was worth going back to eat them. Okay. Okay. Um, are you going to see like cool animals? We're going to see sloths and monkeys <gasps> and tropical yeah, birds. Yeah, sloths. Uh-huh. I don't know. I think those are like the coolest things. All right. Animals and food. That's easy. All right. Done and done. Cool. Well, I guess that's it. This has been your shelf. Or mine. I'm Becky. I'm Elizabeth. Bye. Bye. Studio time for Your Shelf or Mine is donated by KLOG, Cook and Country, and 1015 The Wave. We at the Longview Public Library thank our local stations for their ongoing support. Your Shelf or Mine jingle is written and performed by Megan McKeldry from A Song for You. Find Megan on Facebook or Twitter at Meg McKeldry or online at ReverbNation.com slash Megan McKeldry. That's M-E-A-G-H-A-N-M-C-E-L-D-E-R-R-Y. ReverbNation.com slash Megan McKeldry. Hey, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs>